John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show! Here is John. And he is Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. Halloween edition. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> uh, even though we're not British, uh, I'm sorry, I'll f*** that up. I'm British. <laughs> I am now Japanese. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though we're not... Oh, what, would your, what would be your Japanese name? If you had to change your name to a Japanese name, what would you change it to? <laughs> well... Samu, I suppose, would be top of the list. Uh, <laughs> what about you? Uh, Janichi. <laughs> John One. I think it's good. <laughs> I think I think what's been exposed there is the uh, is the fact that we had some technical difficulties today, and <laughs> yeah. I would normally do this podcast having no beers, but because we've been about an hour and a half delayed, I've had three. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. Some of us are more professional. Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I've yet to start drinking. <laughs> so what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Spooky Halloween. Uh, <laughs> even though the British don't celebrate it quite like the Americans, uh, we do do some stuff. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Um. Well, I'll take my daughter trick-or-treating. Although I... When she uh, a couple of years ago, when she was two, I decided that I was didn't because she was just obsessed with sweets and stuff. So I thought to teach her a lesson that Halloween's not just about candy. I would also <laughs> scare her. Um, <laughs> so I dressed up like a werewolf with like a really grim, horrible werewolf mask, and I filmed myself running in while she was eating a breakfast, going "Happy Halloween!" <laughs> and she was properly disturbed. I thought it was very funny. Um, and so, of course, I put it on social media, uh, at which point I got absolute pelters from members of my family, like my aunties and stuff, saying, that's awful, children, you know, this reality for them, you've, you know, traumatised her and, you know, call social services and all that. So it kind of, uh, yeah, I've decided I'm not bothered about Halloween anymore. <laughs> In the 70s, that would have been hilarious. I know, yeah. I'm a man out of my own time, I'm afraid. I know, yeah. So how about for you? Well, uh, Halloween's kind of a you know fairly big thing over in Japan, obviously. They, you know, they're getting on board more and more. But we do a thing at school with the kids where we have a big jar of uh, sweets or candy and they have to guess how many sweets are in the jar. They get the whole jar of candy. And the way that kids' minds work is kind of weird. So there was a kid today came in. And uh, he had to guess how many candies there were. And he said, he said, I think there are 127 candies. And I said, that's a good guess, but I'm afraid someone else has already chosen that number. So you'll have to choose a different number. So he right. went, okay, I'll guess 62. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is that, that's like the uh, you know, thing if there's three doors and you open one and it's not in there, you've got a 50-50, you should always choose the other one. 
I mean, he's just gone to the absolute extreme there, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I can't, re- that, yeah. I can see his logic. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I just thought he's gone with his gut instinct and he thought, well, no, all right, so that's not been allowed. I'll just go completely. This is why I don't win much at gambling. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of when I used to work in a bar and the, the bar didn't have Coca-Cola, it only had Pepsi-Cola. Uh, and part of our training was if someone ever asked for a Coke, we had to say, is Pepsi okay? And ninety nine, 99% of the time, of course, people would say, yeah, yeah, no problem. But just occasionally, you, someone would say, I'll have a Coke. Is Pepsi okay? <laughs> or no, I'll have an orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> like, <laughs> they are the same. <laughs> yeah, mental. <laughs> So what's on today's show then? Well, we've got a packed show uh, as ever. We have uh, some school days action. We have some comedy from a very special guest. And we have some music from Hype Duo, uh, Australian band. Uh, They're amazing. Uh, And a whole lot more. But of course, first, this. This is JNSNJ News. Okay, now it's time for the news section of the show. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, Sam, in the uh, in the news this week, there was actually uh, another incident involving a support animal on an aeroplane. Oh, I, <laughs> one of my favourite stories, they are. What kind of animal was it? <laughs> well, take a guess. Last, last time we talked about this on the news section, there was a peacock and was it a puppy that got killed? <laughs> 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 I'm not sure if that was in the news section or just in your normal life. <laughs> um, um, the, the we had a peacock, and I believe there was a, a, a rat or a mouse or something, perhaps a hamster. Hamster, right. it was. Right. Is it closer to a peacock or closer to a hamster? A hamster with a big tail. A hamster with a big tail. Um, <laughs> weasel. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, squirrel. Ah, <laughs> oh, <it's> squirrel! <laughs> and did did this story have a happy ending or? Oh no, the uh, they made everybody get off the aeroplane, and then two hours later, the woman's still not allowed on. So, uh... <laughs> well, yes, that's the end of that tale. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have you got this week? Well, I found a great story. Uh, it was on ndtv.com uh it's well let me tell you if you were walking past a bank and you looked like uh, during the day and you looked in the window and you saw several members of staff hiding under their desks what would you think <laughs> well there's be robbed there's a bank robbery <laughs> exactly but <laughs> this exact thing happened uh, let me re- let me read you the article Police in Birmingham, UK, rushed to a bank after receiving reports that an armed robbery was underway, only to find it was a false alarm sparked by staff playing hide and seek. (laughs) What do these people get paid for? (laughs) Obviously not a very busy bank. I know. According to Birmingham Live, police swooped in at a Nat West Bank branch on Wednesday morning after receiving a call about a suspected robbery. Instead, they found that the concerned caller had not seen a robbery in progress. It was only the employees playing hide-and-seek during a team-building exercise. That just makes me angry. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of team-building exercises have you done? 
I don't know. I don't think I've ever done. Oh, oh again, it was for it was from Barclays, and it was just a lot of people in a room, and they made us all move the chairs out, and then they put a bottle of Pepsi in the middle, and they gave us some string and some cardboard, and went right. The floor's lava. You're not allowed to touch the floor. So try and work it. It's like, oh fuck off. You know we're screwing people out. <laughs> you know. Team building when we're just like every time anybody rings up and says, I'm sorry I haven't paid, and we say, No, we're gonna repossess your house, you <laughs> pleb. All right, so all, it made me angry. I was actually angry. I just didn't want to take part. It's stupid. I hate that sort of stuff. And the fact that some consultants got paid loads of money to come up with that idea. And it just that made me even more angry. Just give me a raise and teach me how to do the job properly. You know. Fucking team building. <laughs> John furthermore show, showing that he uh, belongs in 1970. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Team building is uh, basically everyone who's at a team building meeting doesn't want to be there. No. <laughs> we had a good, I had a good team building exercise once. It was more a team outing, but we, were, we went bowling. And uh, one of the girls who was on the team, she hadn't done bowling very much. And uh, when she threw the ball, she didn't let go of it. And she hit herself in the face with a bowling ball. <laughs> See, that's team building if everybody can have a laugh together. <laughs> well, 99% of the team were laughing. <laughs> did you? Uh, did, did she get really angry and then go on strike? <laughs> <laughs> I think she might listen to the podcast, so uh, if you are listening, well, you know who you are, and I hope your nose is better. <laughs> Let me carry on with the story. It said, Dave Keane of West Midlands Police posted details of the misunderstanding on Twitter. He says, thanks to the member of the public who called in a suspected robbery at a bank in Birmingham today. It continues, a NatWest spokesman said to the Telegraph newspaper, we are aware of an instance of the police being called out to a branch this morning and we would like to thank the police for their swift response following a call from a member of the public. We can confirm that it was a false alarm following a team-building exercise, and we'll be speaking to the members of the staff involved to ensure that they all learn from this incident. Oh, I hate this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that kind of occurs to me is that if a man outside the bank looking through a window could, <laughs> could, spot, could spot these people, yeah. They weren't particularly good at hide and seek. No. Well, it's a good job he wasn't like a half-a-go hero when he was just yeah. like decked, smashed up the manager. <laughs> I'll just use it as an excuse to smash up the manager. <laughs> yeah, it's his bank manager. <laughs> so I guess what we've learned from this experience is that playing hide and seek in a bank isn't safe. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that was J and S in J News. What were you like when you were at school? Did you get straight as or you a fool? John and Sam want to know. They'll feature your story on the show. Tales from teachers are welcome too. You can send the email from the loo. Ring, ring goes the bell. Time for some tales from the school. So, John, have you had anything in? 
Uh, we did actually. We had a an email in from Rod in Australia and he said uh, soon after I started primary school I used one of the morning recess breaks to climb the tallest tree in our playground. I got quite (laughs) high up but then I was too scared to climb back down. A (laughs) (laughs) A couple of my friends knew I was there but the teachers didn't notice even though I was stuck up there for the rest of the day. The day? the day he says when my mother came to collect me after school my friend showed her where i was and she simply told me you can come down now so i did there was no way i'd been able to have climbed down if she hadn't have said that <laughs> excellent work rod <laughs> what what were the teachers doing that they didn't notice uh, a student was missing all day I, I think this must be old school <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> I mean, those teachers can't have been very uh, observant if they couldn't see him. I guess you could say they couldn't see the student for the trees. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see the joke for the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I had an email in from Owen in England. He used to be a teacher and he said when he was working, there was a student called Henry Bates who was about age 16, and a teacher called Mr. Johnson. And Henry Bates and Mr. Johnson did not get on very well and often found themselves in conflict in class. Mrs. Bates, Henry's mother, wrote to Mr. Johnson in an attempt to improve the situation. Uh, Her letter read something like, Dear Mr. Johnson, I know that Henry can be a difficult student, but maybe if you refrained from referring to him as Norman, it (laughs) might help. (laughs) <laughs> good old Norman Bates the psycho <laughs> <laughs> better call him master <laughs> I bet he did in the staff room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just the more British colloquialism <laughs> uh, the letter continued also when an argument between you and Henry starts it does not make things better by shouting repeatedly at him no mother you're sincerely mrs bates (laughs) yeah i think the teacher was very unprofessional making all those psycho references i think you should have just janet leave it (laughs) (laughs) oh well i'm sure we've got a couple of listeners over 60 who'll get that reference (laughs) (laughs) very much old school (laughs) (laughs) yeah you literally are living in the past today (laughs) Not literally. Okay, and now time for some stand-up comedy. This is a very special Halloween set from uh, a werewolf in Tokyo known as Wolfie. Dark, scary, violent, nasty werewolf. Clap with trepidation, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the scary werewolf! Not all of you. I mean, I know I'm a bit of a monster. Uh, but I will say about Edgar Frank, 
If you ever wondered if Quasimodo could father children, I think we now have our answer. And I was a bit bitchy, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm usually such a nice person, but uh, every month when there's a full moon, I just turn into a complete bitch. You know what I mean, ladies? Hey. Every month for a few days, I just can't control my emotions. And all I want to do is rip a man's head clean off. You know what I mean, girls? Yeah, so as you can tell, I'm a wolf man. And I am proud. Yes. So the hardest thing about being a wolfman was coming out to my parents. Because uh, my dad, he didn't take it very well. He said, oh, you know, it's not natural. You're a freak. It's evil. But my mum, my mum was lovely. She said to me, listen, son. Ever since you were a little boy, I always knew you grew up to be a meat eater. I said, ooh, mother, you've got no idea. <laughs> so anyway, I'm recently single, and it's hard to believe that this is a lone wolf. It's one of the most dangerous. But I decided to get rid of my last partner, because uh, there was a problem in the, in the bedroom, right? Every time we had sex, he wanted me to dress up. And he could only get a hard on if I wrapped myself from head to toe in bandages. It turned out he had mummy issues. <laughs> so I've been dating. I met this wizard and uh, yeah, I went back to his house and he was just obsessed with putting his wand in my mouth. So I'm not doing that, not on a first date. I don't know where that wand's been. But anyway, I had a bit too much to drink and he worked his magic. And next thing I know, the dirty bastard has put his wand in my mouth. About a week later, I found out the fucker's giving me hot water. Oh, stolen. All right, well, I got it first. <laughs> uh, another dating disaster I had was I, uh, I met this devil in Mutual, man. He was handsome. He, was very, he danced like Ricky Martin. I thought, ooh, you're a horny devil. So I met his house. Uh, it turned out he wasn't quite as horny as he looked, if you know what I mean, Lee. He dropped his trousers and I said, is that it? I've seen more horn on a bloody poached rhinoceros. Uh, uh, he wasn't happy. He, uh, he kicked me out and told me to go to hell. I think I'm going to leave you with that. And uh, just remember, don't take drinks off skeletons and don't let any wizards put the dirty ones in your mouth. <laughs> hey, the scary werewolf, Many thanks to Wolfie there. That was... Wonderful. (laughs) Uh, You can find more about Wolfie at our website, johnandsaminjapan.com, and you can also go to his wife. (laughs) You can also go go to his wife. His wife. (laughs) You can also go to his website, wolfiewolfie.hw. Halloween. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Hello, welcome to Earth Dry Cleaners. I'm Mrs. Sekai. Do you wear clothes? Yes? Then you need Earth Cleaning. We clean all clothes, pants, UK and USA, socks, shirts, t-shirts, jackets, coats, hats, scarves, gloves, suits, dresses, skirts, everything you can wear, Earth Cleaners can clean it, but not Robert Cosplay. And the price is always the same, every time the same price. Even if you're a very fat westerner with big and massive clothes, it's the same price. More cleaning for us, but same price for you. It's great! So come down to Earth Dry Cleaners in Shibuya and we will make you look and smell like a clean Japanese. Yo, 
Yo, Johnny McPhee and Sammy O.T. Two Prince took a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? And now it's time for this episode's burning question, which was, what's the worst service you've ever had in a restaurant? Uh, we've had a couple of replies, Sam. Uh, yeah, we had one from uh, Kevin on Facebook. <laughs> His wasn't received uh, service. He said, I gave customers pretty shitty service when I worked at a restaurant. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear more about that, Kevin. Uh, and also, I'd love to avoid that restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you get in? We had one from uh, Rad Monster on Twitter. He's a podcast host of Why Come Japan podcast. And he just said um, it was finding out that you had to pay to use the toilet. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, that is ridiculous, isn't it? That is bad. Especially if they give you food poisoning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bit of a scam. But up it was in a curry house with Vindaloo's. <laughs> How about for you? One that sticks out in my mind was when I was about 17 or 18, me, me and some friends went over to Falaraki in Greece. It was like the first kind of big holiday we went on. We were staying a little bit out of the town and uh, ne next to where we were staying, there was a restaurant and they did like a full English breakfast, which of course, as British people in a foreign country, we wanted every single morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we would go there every day. And the first day we went there, we were eating our beans and <laughs> three out of the five of us found in our breakfast a massive long black hair. Oh, Greek hair as well. Greek, um, huge long Greek hair. Greasy oh. Greek hair. <laughs> Could use it to pull tugboat. To pull the tugboat. Oh. <laughs> Could have definitely flossed with it. <laughs> oh. And uh, but the thing was that near near our apartment there were no other restaurants. So we went back to that same restaurant every day for about two weeks. And, <laughs> and nearly every single time we were there, at least one of us found a massive long hair oh. in, our, in our food. <laughs> That was disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, cornered market. How about you? <laughs> I think, yeah, probably the one that I remember was just unbelievable was I was in South Africa. I was in the Cape Town Botanical Gardens and it was like a sunny day walking around. And in the middle, there's like a kind of a cafe restaurant. So me and I was with like four friends, went in, bought a, a single can of Coke at the counter. The guy went, oh, I'll bring it to your table. Uh, and <laughs> so we sat down, had a, had a can of Coke, and he put the bill on the thing, left some, left the right amount of money. To be fair, he was wearing a bow tie and a white shirt <laughs> in a cafe. And uh, left the money and just walked out, had this can of Coke. Next thing, this guy's just come running out, screaming at us, effing a bride, throwing the money at us, just saying, uh, you know, basically, we just didn't give him a tip. Uh, <laughs> For a single can of Coke, I'm like, well, what do you want a tip for? <laughs> you know, here's a tip. Get a better job, you fucking knobhead. <laughs> John and Sam in Japan. In Japan, one of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which you decide. 
All right, and now it's time for some musical comedy. This episode, we're featuring some music from Hype Duo, an Australian comedy musical act. I hope you enjoy this. I'm just a regular bloke with a regular bike. I'm your average dad who enjoys a nice ride. I wear lycra and fluoral when I'm riding at night. I piss everybody off and ignore the red lights. My life, my rights, don't you know who we are? Cable ties on my helmet and I pretend I'm a car. But sometimes that's just not enough to keep a man like me protected. No way, no way. Drivers always tell me to get fucked and I hope you break your legs. Your legs, your legs, your legs. I ride really slow in the middle of the lane while drivers behind me are going. Trevor's behind me singing what a lovely day I'm a psycho Great song. Really like that one. I think a lot of us can probably relate. 
So that just leaves me to say thanks to everyone for sending in their school days messages. And thanks to Wolfie, the special guest, uh, for his appearance on today's podcast. And of course, one more time, thanks to Hype Duo for providing the musical comedy. You can find out more about their stuff at YouTube, at YouTube, on YouTube and on Facebook. So check them out there. They've got loads more parodies. They are extremely funny. Next episode's burning question is... Uh, well, stick to the Halloween theme. What's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you on Halloween? Yeah, or maybe uh, add bonfire night for the British people. Well, I'm sure some people have been set fire to fireworks, tragedy, all that. We'd love a bit of fire, <laughs> yeah. fireworks, mishaps. <laughs> yeah, let, let's try and keep it light-hearted. <laughs> um, yes, give us five stars and tell all your friends and family and your enemies. And if you have any burning questions or you want to submit your own comedy or your own news stories, please get in touch. JonasamInJapan.com Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's all. Okay. Catch, Catch you later. later. John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.